This is Graham from SF Radio, and this week we're going to be talking to the founder of EcoAirsoft, Kaylee, and this debate the issues surrounding disabilities and mental health in Airsoft, as we're asking the question, are all Airsofters equal? Stay tuned, it is time for Airsoft Radio. Welcome everybody to Airsoft Radio. It is the 17th of June. This is your weekly Airsoft show discussing all things Airsoft, whether it's news, opinions, or general discussions. I'm your host, Graham from Airsoft Nation, and with me are my two co-hosts as usual. We have the grandfather of Airsoft, yeah. Jim Nair. But <laughs> <laughs> we're asking for Airsoft is equal, so... Yeah, I'm telling you, you're ageist, you are. <laughs> I'm going to talk to age concern about the way I'm being treated. <laughs> and, of course, we have down there, there we go, arrows in the right direction, perfect. It is a Sarah, a.k.a. Callsign Tat Quinn. Hello. And our guest of this evening, if you didn't hear in the introduction, the founder of Equal Airsoft, it's Kaylee. Welcome to the show. Hi. If it is your first time tuning into the show, we're live every Monday from 8pm GMT, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook, scrapped off Twitch for now. Make sure you do like and follow these pages. And also, if you're kind of on the go and unable to tune in live, you can always watch the replay or catch us on iTunes and Stitcher on the podcast platform that comes out every Friday instead. Now, throughout the show, we will be looking at the comments, so feel free to share your opinions on the show today and ask your questions. Can I give us your opinion on that? It does get a little bit crazy in there, but we'll do our very best to uh, discuss the points, of course. So before we get into the show and find out what everyone's been up to, Kaylee, for anyone who's not aware, what is Equal Airsoft? Would you mind just giving us a quick run through? So the easiest way to describe it is Equal Airsoft is a group of players um, started by me and my husband to celebrate and promote equality in Airsoft. Um, and it started two years ago, coming up to two years. Wow. And how long have you been playing Airsoft for? About four and a half years coming up to, I think. Very, very cool. And while I will share this later on in the show, but you can always, if you're interested in checking out Equal Airsoft, you can go to equalairsoft.com. But as we do discuss throughout the show, uh, disabilities and mental health and all of that in Airsoft, let's find out how everyone has been. So, Jim, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, generally being old. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a nurse come around every week to change me. Um, <laughs> I've just generally been being miserable and all the usual things that you'd expect. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's been emotional. So you know, <laughs> can't, can't come on here for my, my weekly dose of torture. So. <laughs> We're only, only happy to administer. You were at Combat South, uh, combat, Ace Combat at the weekend, right? Ace Combat, yeah. It was down there yesterday and it was one of those 
great days, but uh, it just like rained on and off all day long. And every time I put a jacket on, it stopped raining. Every time I took the jacket <laughs> off, like it would start raining again. And now I understand why I'm the granddad of airsoft because that's such a granddad problem. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even find my Werther's originals in my pocket. You know, that's how bad it was. <laughs> oh, man, that is going old school. <laughs> we were at a barbecue on Saturday, and that was the same situation. Like, burgers on, oh, rain, shut it down. And then 10 minutes, it's okay, right, start again. Uh, on <laughs> yeah. and off throughout the whole evening. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why they invented gazebos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you know my track record with barbecues, um, you don't want to put any furniture with me. I've got uh, a photo of a placemat of me holding it, which has got a hole all the way through, and a dining table that is, which was just ash on the middle of it, where I'd put a disposable barbecue, and it sagged, didn't spot it, until someone went, <laughs> your table's smoking. Um, and yeah, there was literally this, what was probably a two-week-old tight table from Ikea with a split down the middle and just blackness. So, um, yeah, did you try and take it back for a refund? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened in the box like that. <laughs> sure enough, my wife doesn't let me uh live it down, <laughs> so so yeah, I'd keep a gazebo away from any barbecue I cook. <laughs> Why's your gazebo got a chimney in it? Letting <laughs> <laughs> all the water in, <laughs> anyway. Sarah, where are you this weekend? Because you did skip on Father's Day. Well, move <laughs> I did not skip. He got it a week early. So just for the record. Um, no, I was up at the um I was up at Fort Borstall, which is run by Reaper Ops, Reaper Ops yep. UK. Um what a sight, what a treat to play a Napoleonic Fort. So cool. Um I think Dan said that it's not to the point where he wants it. Um, but he's going to continue adding bits and pieces to it. But I mean, there's not many places that one minute you're on a hilltop shooting down and the next minute you can be in the tunnels running around throwing bangs at each other. So, um, no, it was a really, really cool site. Um, definitely one to continue with if you want to get fit because <laughs> I'm shattered. <laughs> I absolutely fucked from it. Um, and, yeah, and I got to play with the modify. Wow. I, yeah, needless to say, I think my bank account is is worried. <laughs> it knocked my socks off. It's a brilliant gun, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it, playing with it again next week when I'm at AAA. So yeah, very nice. Good yeah, weekend I really like that. all in all. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's good. I, was say, I really did enjoy the site. I think I've been there three times already this year. Mm. Uh, yeah, cracking. It's like a little gem of a site, really, because it's not a big mm. site yet. There's just enough in there to. Uh, to enjoy the day and like you say that variance between terrain between indoors and outdoors yeah it's cool and we actually have uh the owner on next week or one of the owners on, of mm. the repro next week so that'd be really cool to have them on yeah and it was a great bunch of guys there as well i mean we we played this game where you had to find these gold bars i don't know if you've yep. played that game <laughs> and our team literally made a dick shape out of the gold bars <laughs> just to much just to make the rest of the guys happy when they got a gold bar, you know, <laughs> just to add some dick, you know. <laughs> so yeah, good weekend. Yeah, that was a, a great game for us. We were um we did the same, they stashed their bars on the top of the hill, and we had probably like two or three bars. And at the end of the game, we were like, we just run up, steal all of theirs, run down. And that's all we did. We just ran up the hill, beat them <laughs> off the hill. At the end of the game, it was like a 45 minute game, and we just basically did it in the last five, ten minutes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cracking, cracking little game, cracking site. And Katie, were you playing this weekend? 
We were. We were at Tackhouse Sparta in Chesterfield. Very nice. It's, well, it's not, I've not been there yet, but it's got a very, very good reputation. Yeah, How'd it go? It's, it's worth it. It's good. It's great. The, the marshals are on it as well, which is nice for to go somewhere where you know you've not got a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's great. And what were you rocking there, weapon-wise? Scorpion Evo, my little baby. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, you're an Evo person as well, aren't you, normally? My husband is. I oh, your nick, husband? I, I just nick it now and again. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun to play with. It is a really fun gun. So, yeah, I can understand why you call it your baby. <laughs> it is a baby. <laughs> And when it grows up, it will grow into an MP5. <laughs> a full-grown gun. <laughs> I want to be a real gun. <laughs> I want HK markings on me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't deny it. Uh, the performance of them are very good out of the box, for sure. Um, I just can't do the look of them personally. And I say this, and I know that the Ben or Will will be in there saying, nope. Uh, but yeah, I, I need them to bring out an AK variant of it for sure, because I and, think the performance is cracking. And we'll have to have like some bright blue or red kind of colour, like all your guns seem to have at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I haven't got my Ucasa card, so I have to go for two tones. That's all it is. Oh. So I'm, I'm hoping my Just Cause Superman uniform will come soon, so I can just apply for Just Cause insurance, and then. Uh, and buy what I want. <laughs> Get the RPG out and there's no, gonna be definitely some comments in the uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Um but yes. I think I've got some petrol if you want to borrow it, you know, just <laughs> throw that onto one of your barbecues. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I do know there are definitely some UCASA players here in the in the comment section already. So uh yeah, like the comments up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Tack House, I mean, it's not so I've been to. It's one which is pretty um, prolific from Matt the Musketeer and, I mean, Femme Patel's there. That's the one we've got, like, the outdoors with the Lamarov and stuff, isn't it? And then you've got, is it like a two- or three-floor building, right? Yeah, I think it's three floors. I only ventured up the first one. I don't do stairs. It's more than, <laughs> more than one floor. It's not happening. Um, um, but, yeah, it's pretty big. Like, when you look at it, it looks quite small. Um, the outdoor bit isn't massive, but when there's 50 of you on site, it's just enough. You know, yeah. you're not having to trek miles to go and find someone. It, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very cool. Yeah, it's one of the sites that yeah, I've seen a lot of videos on there. I need to get myself up up that way for sure. Um, actually, saying that with the plans I've got, maybe that will be the site that I stop on the way. I have to look see if I do. We can uh, see if we do Saturday games for sure. Well, no games on my end this weekend. I was car shopping, so now I have a car for Airsoft, which is good news. But, uh, yeah, no games just yet. So I need to take this out. But I, I did run the – I think we spoke last week. the. Hmm? You need to take it out and burn it? or, or what? <laughs> Take it out for dinner. <laughs> take it out and smash it with a hammer. You know? <laughs> it offends me. <laughs> What's a homeless man? Like, soft. Come on. Look, all right, I'll be honest, all right, because I, I think I spoke about this last week, but I was going to take this to the battle sim. And um, as we all know, mill sims, battle sims, they're not overly keen on bright-coloured guns. And the conversation went, 
I've got a gun. It's not necessarily a two-tone because it came like that. This is the stylistic design of it. And he said, how blue? And I sent him a photo and it was kind of like, yeah, leave that one at home. <laughs> so it's price tag on it. Yeah, it's literally, it's come from King, Ar <laughs> King Arthur Review. It's, it's got the, uh, the FPS <laughs> it came with. So, um, yeah, the FPS. Like Smurfs yeah, they're all checked. On the FBS and what serial number this gun is. Oh, well, it's on the body anyway. Yeah, I haven't even used it yet. It's been one of those ones where uh, I'm looking forward to it. But again, taking it to a battle sim wasn't going to happen. But uh, I do like it. I just wouldn't have it in that color myself. And uh, there are a lot of people in the comment section agreeing with that. <laughs> but, I just find it offensive. Like, <laughs> you can push it a little bit further out of shot or down a flight stairs. <laughs> but I even changed the light behind me to blue so that it didn't kind of uh, be missing from the shot because <laughs> normally it's a red behind. So, uh, yes, I'm looking forward to getting out. Um, you don't have to justify yourself. It's all right. We all make, we all make bad decisions and bad choices in life. <laughs> We have to live by these choices, Jim. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Don't we just? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's how everyone has been up to for sure. Um, <laughs> that's thrown me off now. With all the, uh, <laughs> the banter of the two tone, and even that, the comment section has pretty much given me uh, <laughs> is uh, pretty much lighting me up for exactly the same there. Um, <laughs> And Jim, I think a lot of people are in agreement with you there not to use it. But let's dive into um, Equal Airsoft and obviously what, what you do and what you stand for. Um, let's talk about how you first got into Airsoft because I think that's obviously the, the whole idea is this is something that impacted you. So I was dragged along once by um, a group of people I worked with. And because I've always been one of the lads, I always sort of stuck around with the lads even at work. So it right. was a case of, we're going shooting people, do you want to come? Obviously, I said, yeah. <laughs> um, and I played, it, it was a place in Stockport I played. I played there twice and then went and bought my own gun because I couldn't wait any longer. And then a week later, I shot my now husband in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we met. My first word to him were, I am so sorry. First and only time we've ever gone against each other. And then that's sort of how it all began. And, you know, you do the whole starting basic and now get all your I nice kit. Yeah, I got worried you were going to say, and that's why we started talking about disability and airsoft after a no. shot to the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that was a personal story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Cool. So what was the first site you went to? Was it was... No, it was Trojan in uh, Stockport. I think it's now called Invasion. Yes, that was Invasion, the first time I ever played. Yes, and uh, a few people are already uh, naming that one out already, calling it out already. That's very cool. And you said you bought before your third game. What was the first gun you bought then? It was an Amoeba 007, and it was this big, and I love it. Even to this day, <laughs> I wish I never got rid of it. I loved it. <laughs> it was purple tiger stripe. It was horrendous. And it was just the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's the thing. You never forget your first gun, no. <laughs> even if it's awful. <laughs> no, you get shot I... in the bollocks the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I must have put about nine hundred pounds worth of upgrades on that thing before I eventually gave in, and it was too fucked to fix. <laughs> and it was a sad, sad day. <laughs> so, when did Equal Airsoft come along for you? And as to why did that come across for you? So it came across when I was playing at um, a site I played quite regular. I got picked on quite a lot. And believe it or not, not because I was a girl, because I'm disabled. I have fibromyalgia and ME. So the whole going in crazy, I can't do it. If I do it, I'll be, I'll be asleep within 15 minutes. I sort of play my own way, not necessarily stick at the back, but just be careful how I play and what I do. Otherwise, okay. I'm fucked for days. I would say for anyone who's not aware uh, of this illness, you can just give a little brief, if you don't mind, uh, yeah, as to how it impacts you. So fibromyalgia sort of affects all the joints in your body. It sort of tricks your body into thinking you're in a lot more pain than you are. So okay. I could bang my elbow and, you know, it wouldn't bother someone else. I'd be in agony. Um, so I've been on pain meds for like the past four years and there's not there's no cure because there's also no test to prove what it is or what it isn't. And they've only just, I think it was in the last six months, registered it as a disability and, and acknowledged that it's a problem. Okay. Um, and ME is chronic fatigue syndrome. So my energy goes up and down. So yeah. I could be like, if I have caffeine, I'm hyped for like half an hour. Uh, but then I need to sleep. <laughs> there is no in between. <laughs> it's either hyper or like passed out. So when you're playing airsoft and trying to cope with your pain and not overload yourself with a rig and, you know, hundreds of mags and, and, and pyro and stuff like that, but also watching your footing because if I fall over, you know, I end up on crutches all the time and and then also managing my energy so I don't get tired. Yep. It's such yeah, a pain. You almost have to manage your adrenaline at that point, surely. Yeah. When bangs are going off all around you and people are trying to yell which way to go, what to do, whatever. Yeah. Sit back and go, wait a minute, I need to think about myself here. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like, you know, everyone, all your mates are getting stuck in and you want to be there and you're like, if I do that and I go one step too far, that's it. I, I have to go to sleep. Like I spend at least half a game day, nine times out of ten asleep in my car because I've used, because even now I only got diagnosed with ME about a month ago. So oh. even now trying to manage the whole how far can I push it before it affects me is getting really hard. So nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Man, well, that's uh, that's, that's in incredible that you are, you, you know, you're still sticking to what you're enjoying and playing the game with stuff like yeah. that. I mean, the people in the comments are saying exactly the same, you know, props for you sticking with it. So um, well, that's incredible. Um, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really amazing way. And obviously, so you started Equal Airsoft. Um, yeah. What's really the goal of it? I know you've got ambassadors on board now, and we should definitely talk about that. But what's the, what is the the goal for you with Equal Airsoft? We we never really set out with a goal as such. It was sort of because I was disabled, mental and physically. It was sort of getting a group of people together who all sort of had the same problems or similar. And I don't want to say safe space because that's the wrong term, but like all the chats and like if you ever needed anyone, someone was always there. So then it was like it went from promoting and saying, or, you know, equal airsoft to more like celebrating it. So yeah. once I stopped playing my regular site where I was getting most of the stick, it was amazing how wide and open the airsoft community actually is. Because it was such a close knit of like regular players. 
if you weren't in with them, it was very clicky. But the second you step out of that and you open up like the bigger airsoft world, it was crazy how like, oh, I've got that to try this, you know, do this. It'll help with this. And that's sort of where it got even bigger. Um, and then with ambassadors like Sarah, who, who's our down south ambassador. That sounds really wrong. But you know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Um, it sort of was almost like if we wanted to do it. So once the name got out there, if you saw that patch at the site, you knew or either they've been there or or I can go and talk to them. I can go and, you know, almost, rel um, what's the word? Like know what, what they've been through almost and know to go to that person. Yeah. So then, and then that's when we got into the event to making it, you know, such such an open event that anyone could be welcome without even thinking, oh, oh shit, I can't do this, I can't do that, what are they going to think? It was just like, just play us off, that, that's all any of us are here to do, and it's fine, no matter, you know, if you have an anxiety attack, someone will be there who's had it too. You know, if, if you are physically disabled, someone will be there to be able to relate to. So it was almost making you not alone. Yeah. So... Uh, first of all, I think it's incredible. Um, and it's a lot more of a different story to what I thought ahead of the conversation as what it was about. Because Yeah, um, everyone so thinks that yeah. because I'm a girl, it it's very much, you know, you're a woman. And yeah. I it couldn't be any further from the truth. And we say this all the time. If my husband was to have set this up, sex wouldn't even come into it. But because I'm a girl, that's why it does. Yeah, for me, it was the, the whole disability thing. Um, and that's purely, I think, again, it comes down to perception. So it was interesting that you said you went to one site where everyone was clicking and therefore you were very much treated like an outsider and kind of ousted on that front. Whereas my experience, and again, I, I very much do roam on sites. I don't particularly go to one site very regularly on a basis. But I mean, my first ever airsoft experience, you know, 14, 15 years ago, there was a guy on a wheelchair that used to turn up every other week and play in a wheelchair and we're talking about yeah. an underground bunker which he would help he helped to be wheeled down there and for me i've always said that airsoft is one of those places that regardless of physical or mental illness that there is normally a place that you can play most people are accepting but i think you're right you know looking and it'd be great to hear everyone else's experience here that when you do go to sites that do have those clicks it is probably a lot harder. And I've just been very fortunate not to ever be too much wound up into that. Um, Jim, what's your thoughts on this? As again, someone who's been around a while and you've seen a, a lot of stuff with me. Um, yeah, I, I, I was interested to know what the site did about the issues that you were having. Like, Were they just sort of like, oh, we're not going to get involved? Or was it sort of like, um, you know, because I would have thought like most sites that I've been to don't let people get away with that kind of bad behaviour. Because because the site was so clicky, um, it was it's almost like point to a club where if you weren't in with them, you weren't in with them, including the site owner and the marshals. If right. you weren't in with them, they weren't interested. And I think that's when it got that's when it got shitty. When you know that even when you go to a marshal and go look, someone's saying this. And they won't do anything about it. And then you're even more isolated. Like I've paid my 20, 30 quid, however much. Why am why am I the one that feels so shit? And but then, like I say, when you go to the wider community and marshals are all over it, and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. 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 Like you're a bad cookie there. 
Well, it makes you feel like I was really, really lucky with airsoft. That like I've, I've never been on a site. I've seen people be idiots to each other and and rude and, and you know what have you. Because um, you're never going to please everyone. But it's like I've never seen people be that sort of deliberately spiteful to someone because of you know something that is beyond their control. You know, it's yeah. not. It's it's not like you. It's something that you do. You're given the choice. You wouldn't do it. You know. It'd be, yeah. It'd be as fair as that, but I mean, yeah, it just seems really, really sort of, you know, off air. Tell me where the site is because I'll put that on my not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim. I mean, Echo and you there. I think that's it. I again, very privileged to never come across that. You know, there's definitely banter on sites. There's banter, especially at more of the more Milsim and those events where we all kind of know each other it's teams and everything like that so you obviously you see each other a couple of times a year and there is a lot of banter there but it's never been taken to extremities wow. like that that and airsoft um, is the biggest bunch of gossips and hairdressers i've ever met <laughs> exactly. um, even, um, with, even with milsims or like i i've done three or four milsims and it's a case of oh right you can't run up that hill no problem go do this yeah. or yeah. or or you can't do that nope you never get the whole or oh, you're a cripple or it's a case of like no worries do what you can do Go like go have four hours, go eat whatever, yeah. and then come and come and smash it when you can. And I found that Milsimers, if anyone, are probably the most accommodating because there's so many people, and because it's all role played, it's like right, yeah. you can't do that role, role, no problem, let's try this. And I found that they've been the most accommodating, and in it, it's crazy because there's such a stigma with Milsimers that you know it's the whole all the gear, no I no idea, but it's not. And that's yeah. what I really like about it. That's why as much as I struggle, I will continue to do Milsims because it's some of the best airsoft play I've ever done. Yeah, I think the players and the organisers of Milsims are a lot more understanding uh, than skirmishes. But I think, again, it's a very much more close-knit community for sure, you know, of a, of a community within a community itself. Um, I mean, even outside of the disability stuff, you look at Sterling, if you're the driver there, they're not going to expect you to pull the all-nighter. They're going to say that, that second day, look, you need to get some sleep because you know you've got to drive home. Yeah. You know, the fact is that, you know, th there is a level of this is the hard route and this is what we're doing, but there are always exceptions. And, but they're um, still human, which yeah, is nice. Exactly. 100%. I also think it's like a lot of a lot of good sites whether it's Muslim or whatever if they can see you genuinely putting the effort in as well yeah they'll bend over backwards to accommodate for you it's, i always find it's it's those people that make it um you know and it's, it's, again, it's really usually the people that are the um the most sort of precious um don't want to get their kit dirty it's those people yeah. that no one's got any time for it's not the you know uh, you know, I've, I've had a bad week and I'm, you know, my life's in tatters sort of thing, but I thought I'd come out and do something to, to sort of cheer myself up. Like no one's ever, in my experience, I've never seen anyone go after someone because of, of those sort of, you know, what you probably label under sort of mental health problems where people yeah. are, you know, suffering from depression and things like that. And, you know, and like we did an event years ago um, for Talking to Minds, which was a group about uh, helping um, soldiers with post-traumatic stress. And I thought at the time, <laughs> Getting them to play airsoft was probably the worst idea in the world, um, but they loved it and they were just yeah, enjoyed it and thought it was a, a great release for it. and And I think that's what airsoft to me has always been: is it's a great release for getting all the horrible day to day shit out of your life and, and go and have a laugh yeah. with friends and you know not having all you know everyone being treated equally, but 
in my case, it's equally as worthless, not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I've always looked. We're all idiots, we all play <laughs> A lot of X-Forces, like when, like people we've played with or even our friends say it scratches an itch and that it yeah. helps with their PTSD more than any counselling, you know, talking to anyone because it means they can still do what they were trained to do but without the repercussions. And yeah. that's why I think it's such a great thing you get a lot of that camaraderie as well, don't you? The fact of, mm. and I will say, a group of blokes, but in terms of they get that same feeling, blokes or women, it doesn't mean, yeah, exactly, um, of people together, to all kind of going on one objective, albeit we probably dick around a little bit more often. <laughs> <than they would. laughs> Trying to blow each other up with a Mark V, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get one in the dump pouch? <laughs> I think that's the other thing about Milsims, because like I've always found everyone does look out for one another a bit more on those sort of events. And it, regardless of you know whether it's your first time or you, your five hundredth time, you can always tell that person that's not drunk enough water that day or yeah, so like, that oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, oh, I'll push on till till later on, and later it sort of never comes, and then they're sitting on the floor. You know, practically yeah. in a diabetic coma. You know, it's just sort of like, and at that point, everyone sort of does whatever they can to help out. And yeah, and sort of the best advice I ever got in doing Milsium was tactical Twinkie. Always <laughs> carry a Twinkie because there's so much sugar in them. Carry a Twinkie. If you ever feel like you go in, eat a Twinkie. Best advice I could ever give anyone. I, I got told by uh, an ex forces friend um, that uh, get Brecken jelly, which is like, you know, jelly as you bite in the shops. <laughs> a bar of that and just pick at it throughout the day. And it works because there's so much sugar in that that you literally yeah. like, can't close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really alert. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely wired. <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Um, so Sarah, how did you get involved since you are um, uh, an ambassador there? I think I heard quite early on, I think it was about a year and a half ago, I messaged you and said, hello. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I'd first come into Airsoft, um, not to my face, but I had received um, certain types of guys who would fat shame me online and saw that I'd set up this Instagram and I was trying to get into Airsoft. Didn't know anything about the community, didn't know um, what people were like. So that was my idea that going into Airsoft, every guy's going to have a go at you because you're bigger than the average girl. Um, and on top of that, I had quite severe anxiety at the time. And when I discovered Airsoft, I found that while I was playing Airsoft, none of that mattered it all went away um, and progressively the more and more I've got into airsoft and into the community I've found that people are not like that people are actually 99% of the time really kind generous lovely people um, and then to find equal airsoft along the way um, I felt that it was something I really wanted to support and, and to hear your story um, when I heard your story I was like I need to get behind this and and promote this and get behind it and come up and see you guys <laughs> you did eventually yeah, yeah. i need to come to an event we need to we need to have a shoot together definitely yeah. but um yeah so it's definitely something that i wanted to support and i was glad to hear that something had been set up in that way um but yeah so that's that's how i found equal airsoft 
That's very cool. Yeah, great. Um, just to say, with people who are in the comments now, I'll just read a few of them out. Uh, thank you so much for commenting. Feel free to comment throughout the show, even if you are watching the replay. And you podcasters, if you're listening to us on a podcast, make sure you leave a review and leave a comment in the review for us. And we'll definitely uh, have a read of that for sure. But we've getting a lot of comments there, a lot of people having support, you know, uh, there are people there saying that they're being in the military or being ex in the military, um, how it's definitely helped their state of mind by playing airsoft as a way of getting out of it. Uh, comments here where airsoft is the place to forget the, the normal day to day stuff and have some fun. Um, and that's it. And again, we're getting more and more comments about pretty much voice exactly the same. Um, and I, I think you're right. I mean, there's always in everything we do, there's always going to be a minority of people who are trolling. A, you know, that wrong attitude, whether it's, you know, being against girls, whether it's being against certain weight, certain appearance, certain disability, an appearance on that front. Um, and it's, unfortunately, those kind of situations don't definitely stick in your mind um, rather than actually realising on the, on the grand scheme of things, they are a very small portion of the community for sure. Um, and I think the perfect comment there is uh, Tom who was commenting how, most of these people are, tend to be keyboard warriors and they stay yeah. behind the keyboard rather than actually up in your face. Yeah, interestingly. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. I never had any of it to my face. No. It was always behind the keyboard. So there you okay. go. But I, I think there's, um, there's an element to this, though, where you have to say that's life. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's airsoft or yep. some other sport, there's always going to be dicks that want to do that. And it's commendable that you're doing something to to counteract it. And I think that it's it is almost that sort of thing of like I I genuinely wish more people would shut up whining about that there's a problem and actually get on and do something about it. You know, because it's it's all right saying oh you know life's not fair and it's like but at least with with what equal airsoft is that you're you're actually saying right well you know, this is what we can do about it. It's not just sort of. That's why I wondered, like, you know, whether the site got involved that, that had the issues, because normally it would sort of fall to them to, to um, sort of have to deal with it, or you know, whatever. I mean, we, we've seen it all with, um, you know, Facebook moderators and things like that that have had to get involved in in issues where things have got really out of hand and people are getting really personal and what have you. But it's um, it is one of those things that if I think like if people feel like they're being treated like that go join an organisation like Equal Airsoft or go start a, a team of like-minded people and just show those people that they're a bunch of Muppets and need to get on with their life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and vote with your feet. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Vote, vote with your feet. If you go into a site and there is that click there, um, because, you know, as you said, the click isn't necessarily just the players there, but it's also the players with the, the owners or the marshals or whatever like that, and it can definitely put a damper on the day don't go back there at the end of the day because they are a small minority of sites like that that actually run that way. Yeah. Um, interesting, Gary is in the comments from South Coast there, you know, someone who's disabled himself and said he welcomes everyone to his site and plays, um, and again, plays himself as well, which is fantastic to see. Um, now, I would like to talk about the events of what you do, but before that, I want to just give a shout-out, if I can find the right button here, uh, a shout-out for an upcoming event, which I'm hoping to attend. Um, let me just bring that up there. Oh, there we go. Uh, the Depot, um, what is, I believe, even now, right now, is either first <laughs> or second, the biggest CQB site uh, in the in the country. 
it's between the depot and project x for sure i think uh, they do have a charity weekender event coming up in the end of august and phil campion will be there which is the kind of the latest news on that front uh phil's been no big phil has been going around to quite a few events recently so uh, it is a uh, fantastic to see him going around again someone who's in the ex-military and he's been doing some training and stuff like that there so there is a weekend event coming up on the 17th of 18th of august uh a full weekend event there and it's meant to have a very good following and like i say i'm hoping to go up there myself so if you are around the glasgow area or you just fancy a weekend out definitely have a look at the depot charity weekender and of course it's for charity as well um which is another great thing to see so, so uh, you say ex-military, whereas I would say SAS legend. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even going to beg to differ with that one. <laughs> I'm not even going to disagree with that. Um, I was chatting to some friends who were at the dog tag weekend event, and he obviously he was there doing the training there. Um, and while there was definitely a lot of people who didn't go to the event were bashing it or stuff like that, the, play the players that I knew went there said they had a fantastic time there. Um, and obviously Phil was there. Uh, Phil actually came back the following weekend because he enjoyed the, the atmosphere there with the airsofters. So, um, yeah, it's great to see uh, that. And we've seen him at quite a few events now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's fantastic there. So, yeah, if you are uh, around the depot area by Glasgow, definitely check that out for that weekend. And I'm hopefully either going up that weekend or definitely before then. And I'll announce that as well because uh, it's going to be a bit of a trek. But I've got a new car, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to do that on a motorbike. <laughs> so, so let's talk about equest off with your events and and how that came to be. And, and it, I don't know if you've got any upcoming events to talk about. Um, but yeah. yeah. So, what are the events? And uh, let's just talk about that. So, the events we've planned. Um, the previous two have both been themed events. So, our first ever event was at Outpost in Chester. Um, we had 115 players turn up. Um, wow. We also had like an online shop um, and a few different people sort of bobbing about selling stuff. Um, we did that as a sort of trial run to see if it, if it was going to work or it wasn't. And thankfully, it did. Um, the second event we did at Alpha 5.5 um, and that was a themed event. So that one was all themed on the cartel and, and the police. But to make it kid-friendly... We did it the Sugar Cartel with El Chompo and the SEA, which is the Sugar Enforcement Agency, because I didn't want to have fake drugs. If it wasn't <laughs> <really> <laughs> um, and, you know, there was HVTs. It was sort of based on a battle sim, but sort of higher than a skirmish, but I'd say lower than a battle sim. It was sort of even in between them. Yep. Just so it was a, a serious enough game day, but still with that twist that, you know, if, if there were a group of kids who were like, all right, this this is a laugh. This isn't, you know, all the gear and no idea sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and we had fake, we had Tupperware tubs full of, like, sweets. Um, we raided Swizzles and bought, like, big bin bags of sweets. Um, all wrapped up like drugs would be in, like, keys of, like, <laughs> sherbet and anything I could find. <laughs> and are you running the next event like this? Because I, I was going to say this is this is my type of event. Um, <laughs> like every airsoft Halloween event. <laughs> so we did like we had five HVTs each. We printed them um, and I published them beforehand with the pictures of the actual players. So even people who don't know players will go, "I've seen you. I've seen your face. You're one of them." 
to try and make <laughs> it as publicly wide to try and get all the HVTs. Um, and, you know, we had prizes donated from DEFCON and Bomb Up and Draft Club gave us a few little bits and Gaza Alpha gave me free game day and stuff like that. So with the past two events, we've done prizes for best under 18, which is normally a rig, um, sort of like almost like a starter package with yeah. like rig, some clothing, eye pro sling, that sort of stuff. Um, best fail. So we try and do a daft prize for that. So <laughs> I think. I think the last one was a giant bunny, I think. Just the, just the most stupid thing I can find like a week before when I'm like, <laughs> right, I've got 20 quid, what can I go and buy? Um, and best player of the day, and they normally get a rifle or a pistol or something like that. Um, and the same for future events we like to do, that we like to do the three rather than just like, oh, yeah, you're best player, you get a free game. I think it's yeah. sort of nice to go, that under 18 absolutely smashed it. I think that's quite nice. Um, but upcoming events, I've organised the Northwest Airsoft Festival. Oh, wow. Um, it's a two-day event, 6th and 7th of July. Um, and tickets start from a fiver if you just want to come in on the Saturday. Um, so it's not mad expensive. And if you want to come all weekend, it's 50 quid. Um, but we've got mini games, 75-foot assault course, because why not? Shops, um, stalls, food, bands, anything I could think of. We've even got a Darth Vader, I think. Don't ask me why. It just it was funny at the time. <laughs> oh, I booked him. Um, and that's all in that's all in aid of mind. Um the the mental health charity that I've personally been helped by and I know a lot of other people that have. So so I think it's nice to give back. Um and on the Sunday we're doing a big bank heist. And that's the battle scene with big fake jewellery and like the proper pitch <laughs> cheap, nasty jewellery. <laughs> and like glass boxes that you've got like steel and stuff like that i thought you meant you were going to go and do it over the local center <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we're doing i'd say if, if you're watching the stream right now <laughs> i've just brought up the uh the information right there and then so this is going to be held out the outpost airsoft right yeah and that's in chester that's very cool fantastic Man, a, sounds like a fun weekend for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was absolutely that's um there was a great one when you were saying earlier it's like it's more than a skirmish less than a battle sim uh and i think a lot of people would go there isn't you know what you call that and then someone commented and i have to read that it's called a chill sim <laughs> i was like yes that, that's the, that's definitely the reply there good job philip <laughs> but uh no, that sounds okay the, uh infiltration ops games used to be called wasn't it? it was they were chill sims and oh it wasn't a chill sim the one i went to at 32 or 33 degrees at the sand pit oh, <laughs> and say yeah that was a <laughs> a rather hot weekend uh but yeah a wicked uh, bar afterwards uh, yeah and say the, <laughs> thing was, the fireworks show there was uh, absolutely crazy <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I've never been to an airsoft event where they've done fireworks in the evening for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it wasn't just Mark Fives going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. When I heard that they were doing a little show, I was expecting someone to some really like amateur, like you say, like Mark Fives being lobbed into here, but it was like an actual display going off. Uh, yeah, quite. quite and a someone weekend. was trying to sleep at that point, and <laughs> going there's on. always someone trying to sleep at airsoft. Yeah, with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be honest those, 
those <laughs> warehouses we slept in i've never heard and i i'm a snorer myself but i've never heard so much snoring on concrete with the metal um <laughs> like corrugated metal in those where everything just shook all night long uh, <laughs> and i'm the guy people, i say I, i'm the guy they normally comment on the snoring but yeah that was a uh, a fun one for sure <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! No, I get that every time I wake. Every time we're at an event, and the rest of the lads are staying in you know, close proximity, I wake up to them all just staring at me like, <laughs> "Yeah." Did you know you snore? It's like, no, I was fucking asleep. <laughs> There's this whole thing about I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I went to a, a hunting event. It's, oof, this is probably about four years ago. Now. I went to a hunting event in Wales, and what it is. There was, I wouldn't say it was eight snipers and you paired up in twos. You got 10 rounds each and you hunt each other for 24 hours while doing objectives. Uh, so it was just me and this other guy. I didn't know the guy ahead of the time. And we obviously snuck around all day. It's all in the, the hills in Wales. Uh, so it gets to night time and I'm all right. He's on watch. I'm going to go sleep. And um, he was so paranoid the whole night that my snoring was going to give us away. <laughs> Um, and he said the best bit. So he sat there for, you know, I think it was like, we were doing it for it was about three hours or whatever like that. He was there and then I swapped over. Uh, and he said, he said, the weird thing is, you, one, your snoring was scaring me that I thought, so he actually moved his stuff further away from me because he thought, at least if I give my way, he said, a badger came up to me with my snoring and snorted at me and then ran away. And I was like, you're kidding me. He's like, no, he's like, he said, you've got the snore of a badger's call. Um, yeah. So that was a, a quite a, a weird one. But yeah, I, I've, this is pretty much the way it is uh, when we do these meal sims or whatever. If I'm storing people, like oh, I'll go a bit further out there, he can be the bait. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good event. <laughs> so, what's what's next? Obviously, you've got the event coming up, but what's the, the grand vision here and how can people get involved? That's for sure. Um, so, getting involved, right? It's mainly just social media, sharing all our stuff. Um, you know, if you ever want to help out at an event or want us to come to like your local site and do something or want us to plan an event at your site, you're all down for that. Um, just sort of more, more spreading the word now until I've sort of figured out a bigger picture. <laughs> I'm sort of just going going with the flow at the minute. Yeah. Just wing it. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I mean, why not um and so far your events have been seem to be pretty scattered around um is that the plan to try and do stuff yeah. you know essentially uk wide yeah i want to try and get them as far and as wide as possible um so yeah wherever we'll come <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool and we've got people in the comments there saying uh, they're looking forward to the upcoming event how, how's the reception been from site owners and, you know, retailers and, and kind of people that you've been dealing with for not only these events, but generally for your experience in Airsoft? You either get site owners and, you know, shop owners that love it and agree with it, or you get ones like the site I was talking about before that say there isn't a problem. I'm making a, you know, a problem out of nothing and that I'm the problem and not them. But from my experience, they're the sites or the people that tend to be the problem yeah some will agree with it some won't it was always going to be from that from day one it's such a controversial topic we were either going to be loved or hate and that's fine i will still go with that i don't care what as long as i help one person i'm not bothered yeah and it's interesting at the beginning 
um, how people took it the wrong way and thought it was about women and being equal to men in airsoft. They completely took it the wrong way. Yeah, I, I, I was I was in that ball camp. I was absolutely <laughs> in that yeah. camp. Uh, again, that was first impressions. I mean, I wasn't one of the keyboard warriors on there on the poster, but I was like, what is this? Is this going to be another one? I mean, we've seen it with other generations of it. Um, and for me, again, it all comes down to experience. My experience was always but uh, I've seen men, women, disabled people, kids involved and never really seen this as a sport that discriminates or a hobby that discriminates many people. But I get that's not everyone's experience for sure. I thought uh, yeah. it was a HPA group that had brought up the yeah. <laughs> equal S. Everyone should have a HPA gun. I do have a HPA gun, but oh, I only I got mean, it like a month ago. <laughs> I only got it like a month ago in a trade. I didn't buy it. What did you go for? I've got a limited it's apparently it's a custom build pro tech. Does twenty three rounds a second, so that'll do me. <laughs> My anyway. mid caps can't keep up though. <laughs> Oh, at least you use mid caps. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you Restore, you restored your faith. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with a battle rattle. Just means you're an easy target. Yeah, equal airsoft. You can run around with a high cap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard jumping in there with burn it. <laughs> Tokyo Marie or nothing, right, Richard? <laughs> I'm not a whole TM fanboy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, that's a that's a whole different debate. I'm not even getting into TM. <laughs> well, we can all just agree to disagree like grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> At least until Richard comes on the show, and then we can uh, <laughs> debate that for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking for the Tokyo Marie Mark Forty Six. That should be coming out soon. Has anyone seen the price tag yet? Yeah, I'm looking for a small <laughs> loan to be able to purchase one. <laughs> well, I'm looking for someone who wants a kidney. So if you know anyone that's in need, <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to have to be that way at the moment. <laughs> it's looking between one and two grand, isn't it? At the point, at this point, point now. And, uh, the funny thing, we were we were all saying up start. Like, it's got to be a seven hundred quid gun. It's got to be seven hundred, maybe eight hundred at the tops. Uh, yeah, it's looking like we're, we're going to be doubling that. Twelve hundred quid, isn't it? Sort yeah, I can see that down. being the yeah. price point. It's, uh, my biggest concern is what happens when it breaks because it's not like there's going to be loads of parts out there for it. <laughs> it's oh, no. like, that's a pretty unique little gun. So but yeah, and you get to run it on eight point four volt battery as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going back to two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> is at that price you're going to be scared to take it out it's just going to hang on your wall isn't it going look at this girl i'll never use it though <laughs> well you can buy the gun you'll just never be able to afford to put the bbs into it it'll be so blinking expensive <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm watching my ammo this week <laughs> terrified of breaking it <laughs> i mean i've got a lot of faith in it i'll be honest i've got a lot of faith in when this comes out and i know it's everyone's like, going to really really I, want one i i think well I mean, I'll never get one, right that's now. for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is, this is coming from the guy with a Smurf penis for a gun. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Graham. Your, your judgment is suspect. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I just think that if anyone can make a good support gun uh, on a on an AEG, a TM could be those guys. And, you know, the fact I of... Did it though. The Crytek LMG is not that bad. 
What's the reliability like on that? Most people seem to HPA them, right? And it's My an M4. Husband's isn't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in, in terms of performance, though, I, I mean, you're going to get the same performance on guns a third of the price. I think that's realistically the thing about it. But, um, I, you know, going with Tokyo Mirror, you've got to know that the parts are still going to be available, though. It's not like it's a no-name brand. There are so. people that have literally bought shitloads of recoils and struggled to find parts for them on, like, a, a weekly basis. There's not a lot of, of TM parts support out there. I mean, there's a few companies like, you know, Defcon and that that, that are doing what they can, but it's not like it's, it's all easily available, is it? It's... Uh, just go to Eagle Six. Simple as that. All the parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be proven wrong now. There'll be someone going, no, there was one part and it wasn't there. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know how we've got it on the Tokyo Maru train there, but uh, I shall jump off. Because if it was equal aircraft, everyone would have a recoil. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd rather not. I think I'd rather shit in my hands and clap than have a recoil. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my opinion. Give me my Evo any day. Hate mail for this week. Send across to <laughs> give me my baby Evo any day of the week. And this is why no one will ever get on an airsoft. <laughs> <laughs> just give me another M4. <laughs> I think we were all better off when it was all Springers. Um, <laughs> Springer pistols, Springer shotguns. You know. I think we should just all throw the short straw out there and everyone have a P90. We'll just go like, oh, everyone P90. Oh, everyone yeah. famous. Oh, everyone are famous. I think I'd rather <laughs> the shit in your hands and clap. Disgusting. They are. They're really ugly. <laughs> I, I've actually I've still got AIDS. Oh. I've still got. I, I've still got one. <laughs> I've still got one. It's creaky, but it's there. Uh, <laughs> I don't dare open it up. <laughs> you disgust me, sir. <laughs> oh, no. Next um, you'll be telling me that the shadow is the best gun ever invented as a pistol. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> We all know it's a clock, but um, <laughs> go on, internet break. I dare you. <laughs> Snipers are shit as well. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're, we're, we're hitting the we're hitting the tick list here of hate mail. Absolutely. Well, go big or go home, and I'm off. <laughs> Yep, and uh, Chris is there saying we welcome the reason for equal airsoft. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so for anyone who's interested in equal airsoft, I will just put the website address up back up now. But it is for people on the podcast, equalairsoft.com. Uh, before we go today, uh, I just want to ask anyone what they're all up to for the rest of the week. Jim, shit off my hands, by the way. I walked into that one, didn't I, really? <laughs> You've got a lot to go through. Oh, it's all just for fun. Please, if you're listening to this and you are easily offended, fuck off. Um, <laughs> is not the show for you. Get on with life. Um, no, um, what am I doing this week? I have no idea. Um... 
I think I might actually have a rare weekend off of Airsoft this week because I kind of need it. Um, <laughs> is, that break, is that breaking point, people? Well, it's not exactly because I get so much hate mail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't have the time to read it. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so just working in the shop, doing normal things and chatting shit about airsoft and hoping SEAL Team comes back on soon. Um, that's how sad my life is. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I might go to the cinema this week. It might be really racy, you know. <laughs> go and watch something with a 12 certificate. <laughs> go see Men in Black. That's what I went to see this weekend. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm going to see anything this week. It's like just another king of monsters, you know. I like my cinema beating shit up, giant monsters and things. Yeah, not, not people just poncing around in sunglasses, going, ooh, aliens. Oh, come on, it's cool. I'll be honest, I just, I, I think if Jim's going to cinema, it's going to be like Life of Pets. He'll be like 11 o'clock oh, where he's hoping no one will see him there. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd go and see Life of Pets too because the first one was really good and, yeah. All about that's a lie. I, <laughs> I will show you the cinema stub. I went and saw it. I enjoyed it. And no, yeah. I'm saying it's a lie. It was good. <laughs> I didn't finish the film. See, um, P90 is that shit blue gun. on thin ice. I won't be coming back next week on the show. I'll be the one kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sarah, what are you up to this week? <laughs> Tread um, carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my usual rounds at AAA. Um, nice. I'm, With the modifier? Yes, yes. And then I'm going on a bushcraft course as well. Cool. Oh, wow. So that involves axe throwing and knife throwing. <laughs> so right, God we've got a few minutes here. So... Me. Um, Where's this come from? (laughs) Oh, it's an away day at work. It's an away day for Ah. work. So that was their idea. Everyone else is having, you know, a treasure hunt in Canterbury (laughs) with a pub lunch, and we're fucking (laughs) axe throwing and knife throwing, and and the rest of the group were worried about whether they were going to demonstrate, you know, killing a bunny and cooking it and that. But apparently, that part of it's demonstrated with a cuddly toy. So <laughs> that's, that's not definitely more a corporate. You know. That's definitely a corporate day. <laughs> <laughs> so it should oh, be interesting. And I just uh, God help anyone who stands behind me when I'm throwing axes and knives. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and it's going to rain with a thunderstorm as well. So perfect. <laughs> I keep looking into bushcraft stuff. It's one of those things where I think I'd love to go and do it, but I haven't ever sorted it out yet. Jimmy, you ever done any of that? Yeah, we, yeah. Like, at least once a year, as like as part of the shop, we always try and get out and do at least one one event. And I was like know. a corporate event for the shop, right? So you just get well, a just, little fake, fake teddy bear of... and you shave that off, right? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've offended everyone else on the internet. I'll, I'll offend all the vegetarians and vegans now. No, we'll <laughs> take animals and eat them as they were intended. They uh, are food. Um, <laughs> Again, if you are offended, please just fuck off. Um, <laughs> uh, stop being so easily targeted. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, it's good fun. And it's good, it's like good life skills, you know. Just, yeah. And it's just nice being outside and, you know, take a shelter with you in case it rains, you know. Yeah. Human I skin think, is waterproof after all. You know? I, think, I think the idea of part of the day is that we were on some fancy private jet and it's crashed. 
and then we've got to find water and food and shelter and in that order or yeah so it's basically like lost without the shit ending (laughs) yeah once you get to go to the pub at the end (laughs) you're gonna get there there's gonna be guns around you're gonna realize a millionaire has hired you guys to be uh this PUBG battle royale that's what it really is (laughs) And turn oh, yeah. up there, like, hang on a minute. This is you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your food is a cuddly rabbit. Oh. <laughs> Kaylee, what are you up to this week? Pretty boring, to be fair. Um, <laughs> next week's dead good, but this week's just like meh. Um, having a weekend off from Airsoft. Um, just working. Yeah. Very just cool. boring. And what's happening well, the week after? We go the week after. <laughs> I'm going watching Pink at um, Anfield, and I've got the week off. Nice. Well, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Well, I, much to uh, Jim's excitement, will be reviewing the King's Arms Black Rain Ordnance Rifle as seen here in bright blue. So I'm very much <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, TV Wonder phone and said it looked. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> you can be the lucky winner of that. There will be a giveaway for it. <laughs> in the, oh no! Uh, in, no please take it back. Um, the next coming weeks. <laughs> I mean, we um, I know we spoke about this last week. I did the Midland Airsoft Fair and we did that giveaway. It's been great this week. All the guys have been sending photos of their new toys and prizes and stuff like that. So everyone's been very excited about that. It's nothing better than the. Uh, and giving away stuff for uh, other players. So, uh, yeah, it's very cool. So it's fortunate that I can do these giveaways, regardless of whether you want to join in for the Blue Rifle or not. I don't think many people say no to a free one. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it's gone out of shot now. You were ashamed. Have I shamed you into hiding that? Treat me equally, Jim. Treat my rifle equally. <laughs> I want to be a real treat, rifle. I treat everyone equally. Equal amounts of contempt. <laughs> right. I think that is it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, and if again, if you want to have a look at Equasoft, go along to equasoft.com. Don't forget to take a look at the event, and I'll bring it up on the screen now for the Northwest Airsoft Festival happening. On the, I forgot the dates now. Sixth and seventh of July. There we go. Perfect. Thank you, Katie. There we go. It's literally, literally right on the screen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get for looking on a different screen at the time. So on the sixth and seventh of July, there, Uh, and I believe you can buy the tickets up on Bombump's website. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. And I hope the event goes well. Sarah, will you be going? Uh. No, actually, I'm going back to Essex to my mum and dad's for the weekend. So I would otherwise, but yeah. Oh. Sorry. Rubbish <laughs> ambassador. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, on that one, guys, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to leave us a review on the on the podcast on fridays it would be really appreciated and don't forget to leave us your feedback thank you so much for watching next week we will have alex from reaper ops joining us live and we'll be talking to you know someone who's a site owner about the you know a relatively new site as well their first experience there uh, along with some more airsoft experiences and that will be happening next monday 8 p.m gmt with that thank you so much and we'll see you next week (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.